Welcome to Become. I'm your host, Courtney Koenig. I accelerate your velocity by increasing the one thing you have not looked at, the one thing you've been ignoring, you've been muscling through, is increasing your peace. That's what happens. That's the X factor when you want to increase your velocity, you have to increase your peace. I used to have so much stress and anxiety and self-doubt and frustration and thought the more I did, the better everything would turn out to be. Well, I found personalized tools that are tried and true that I've used on my clients all over the world that have helped them to have the velocity to get to their dreams, to get to their goals faster and with more ease. It's not about doing more, it's about being more. Um, I'll always keep it here real on the podcast um, and I'll be sipping my sparkling water while I'm chatting with you. Now, if you haven't taken the velocity quiz or pulled your human design chart and seen my insights for human design, you've got to start there. That's the best place to start. Grab that in the show notes. Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, igniting you to become a powerful, purposeful, and peaceful boss of your life and of your business. And that's what human design is all about, right? It's focusing on breaking down the box, right? There is no box because we're each bringing individual strengths and gifts and um, beauty to our businesses, to how we do things best is how we do things best in our soul. And so this alignment, right? We always talk about alignment as this magic, you know, thing, but it really makes such a difference in moving in the speed in the right direction for you. And I have a beautiful guest on today, Shanda Wright. She is a seasoned global speaker. She graces stages worldwide, captivating audiences with insights on marketing and business. As an entrepreneur at the helm of four thriving ventures in the online marketing field, she's also a global traveler and has been to seven countries and 35 cities, bringing this perspective of coaching, speaking, and writing to each of her influences. So Shanda, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to dive into your, into your chart because you're a projector and I always feel sisterhood with all the projectors out there. So super excited to jump into that. Um, but before we dive into your chart, I would love to know, do you have a favorite book or show that you've been into lately? Uh, I do actually, I personally have been, and they're both very, um, kind of opposites, yin and yang, yes. but one is Ask and It Is Given by Abraham Ooh. Hicks. This is uh, not just a book that I've read that's really helped me get through it, but, mm -hmm. um, and learn and have a new perspective. But at the back, there's actually tools to help when you're kind of stuck in an energy and you want to increase your level of vibration. And so for someone who's like, you know, dealing with anger or frustration or grief or something like that, there's actually tactical tools to use to help us feel in control when we're, you know, living this wonderful, you know, human experience. So it's a really beautiful book. And then I've read, uh, Think and Grow Rich, pretty much every yes. day of 2023. And it's really taught Ooh. me the power of our mind and of really um, being that creative force that builds our entire life. And it's been very empowering and they're both incredible and they resonate with the same part of me, but for different reasons. So one's more logical, one's more emotional, but the same thing. It's like, you know, we get to live and feel and experience this human experience. And yeah, it, uh, those are both really great. So I do recommend them if you haven't read them. 
Oh yeah. Those are amazing. Yeah. And that like those mindset shifts around money and success and, and what we can create are so phenomenal. And it really creates the reality that we're hoping for. Um, now do you, you are a world traveler, but I would love to hear, this might be very hard. Do you have a favorite um, place that you've traveled to? Um, and then I guess, tell us where you're from too. So we can have some context around that. Yeah. So I'm from Vancouver Island, a small little town, a mining town there. And, um, I love travel and every place that I go is very different. Like my favorite trip that I've ever been on is probably Israel to go on an archeological tour of the history of the old Testament. So that was really Mm. special because there's so much history and like, it's such an old land and it's just so rich in, in, beauty. Um, but it's not a vacation spot I would go to every year. (laughs) That's not what I would do. Um, I personally, I, you know, I'm probably torn between Medellin, Colombia and Panama. Uh, Panama as a country is very quite small. And so you can go from one side to the other of, and visit both oceans very quickly. Um, and you can actually go to the canal and see where they meet. And, um, for me, there's this place called San Blas Islands, and it's uh, one of the top 10 beaches in the world. There's 365 islands that have never been developed. They're just outside, like they're in Panama, but you have to actually go onto, you have to cross a border to go into this area because it's owned by the native community there. They're called the Gunas, and they've kept it completely pristine. It's the whitest, sandiest beaches you've ever seen. They catch fish with their hands by diving out of their canoes. They serve them to you. And if you want to stay on the islands, they have like, they're built out of driftwood. It's, it's really, um, beautiful. And there's just something so tribal and peaceful and pristine about it. Um, and it's really cool because all these all these people, they have their own island instead of their own home. And so they just travel by boat and it's just really special. So if you ever get a chance, it's a two hour drive up through a crazy mountain uh, jungle um, to get to in Panama, but it's a very special place that I've been many times. And that's like, there's also a beach called, oh, what's it called? Bonaventura in Panama. The beaches mm-hmm. in Panama are very special. You get out of the city, but the city's fun too. So um, that would be probably my favorite place to go back to. Oh my goodness. That sounds amazing. I love that. I didn't think that about Panama. I We just went to Costa Rica in August and that's the first time we've ever been to Central America. And I'm like, this is amazing. But, um, but they're more for the jungle than the beach, you know? So, oh my goodness, that sounds incredible. That will be on my list now. Thank you. 10 out of 10. Yes. (laughs) Yes. For reals. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm so excited to dive into your chart and share the gifts that you were born with. And what I love about human design, we can kind of think about it like, um, sort of like a personality test, but there's a lot of astrology to it. There's a lot of energetics to it. Um, it kind of like if astrology and energetics had a baby, that would be human design. And so, um, so what I look at is like, these are the things that we're innately good with and, and born with. These are the ways that we operate best. And when we get into alignment with that, and I know that's kind of a buzzword, but it really is the best, um, and that we actually make, um, more forward motion, 
um, we have more success, we have more abundance, and we do it with ease instead of resistance. And so in business, there's, you know, all this talk about do it this certain way or this certain way, but human design really anchors us in a compass of how we do things best and how we need to show up for ourselves the best. Um, and so you, we always start with this foundational um, part of your chart, which is your type. Um, and that's the very, if, and if we can do anything, if we can align with your type, we're, we're winning, you know? And so you're a projector and a projector. So one of their gifts is you're an amazing mentor and coach. And the reason behind this is usually projectors have a lot of open centers. So when we're looking at that body graph, we're going to see like all these white centers and white centers have special superpowers and their superpowers are that they give us influence and connection with other people. Now we think like, okay, is influence good? Well, yeah, influence is good because uh, we can feel other people's feelings, right? We can be really connected with um, what um, other people people are feeling and thinking um, and gives us a chance to like understand their fears because your um, set your intuition center is open. And so you can feel their fears without them having to say it. Your um, emotional center is open. So you can feel their emotions without having people to say those words. And so it makes you a really good mentor, makes you a really good coach and a guide because you're um, able to tap into what is energetically happening versus having to kind of drill down some more things. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So funny because I have always wondered why I thought I could see how the dots connected. I could see, you know, this person does this, this way, and this, this person does this, this way, and they're allowed to, you know, show up uniquely. And, um, you know, as a child, it was like anticipating the needs of my parents and my family. And then as an adult, it's been, yeah, just, you know, when I'm having a um, strategy call, it's being able to just speak right to the problem and not spend all the time in the words on the other things. Um, and so it's funny because I thought there was something wrong with me. Like I thought I was like, why am I hyper alert? Like, is there some sort of trauma? Is there some sort of reason? And because, you know, you hear of all these stories of people who become hyper alert to other people's behavior when they're raised yes. in an abusive household or something. And I was like, I don't have any memories, but like, you never know. <laughs> and, and so when I found out that it was just a part of my design was just to be thoughtful and to be mm -hmm. thoughtful and to not just listen to what people say, but to watch what they do and to be able to see past that it, um, tapping into that and just embracing it mm -hmm. and also, um, allowing that to be a gift instead of this like weird challenge or curse. I used, and then I also yes. would have relationships where I expected other people to be the same way. Um, and that was, unfair and weird. And so, you know, being able to realize that not only is it unique and special to projectors, mm -hmm. but that it's a gift that I've been given as opposed to, you know, something I have to work against or try to navigate around. Um, it's definitely really made a big difference to the people that I serve and that I impact and work with. And so the fact that, you know, my design was to help others is just so brilliant. And it has worked out exactly that way in my career. So um, definitely interesting navigating in adolescence, though, because yes. you don't see a lot of projectors, right? And I wasn't raised right. around any. So um, learning that that was a part of my design gave me a lot of freedom. 
Yeah. And that freedom, that permission to, um, to know it's not something weird. It's actually a gift. Whenever we kind of flip the script on that, it's so empowering. And I tell my clients all the time, I'm like, okay, so now knowing this gift, what could you do to utilize it even more? See it as a strength, you know, and it's such an empowering way to view ourselves. We talk about, I was, um, did a podcast on, um, having real empathy for ourselves. And that's what actually moves the needle forward more than anything else. And I know people are like, oh gosh, empathy, but like, but this like human design teaches us to have real empathy for ourselves, to really see ourselves in a new light. That's actually like exciting. When I first found out I was a projector, um, my first thought was like, oh, no wonder, um, you know, like no wonder I am slower at things or I like, um, cause I've compared myself in this um, entrepreneur field to a bunch of generators. And I was building a business like a generator. Well, I have a global business and it's not built from a generator's perspective. You know, it's built how we do things best. And I think that is so brilliant. The freedom that we have to be able to do so is gives us that permission. For real. And when you just, yeah. when you just lean into it, it's, it's yes. so powerful. And, you know, when you talk about having that empathy for ourselves, for me, it's given me so much more like practicing it, using it on ourselves. They say the world is a mirror, right? And so what it's done for me is it's helped me do the same thing with other people, you know, seeing compassion when I could have seen um, a challenge or someone who was, you know, a problem in the world, being able to see them with compassion and be able to, you know, consider what they are going through or what they have on their plate or where they're coming from or their human design. It's given me not just a better relationship with myself and my clients, but also just people in the, in general, which is really special. Yeah, that's, it is. It's, it's a special, special gift um, and not everybody has it. And so we're actually really lucky. Um, so I want to look at your other centers on your chart. You have some defined centers now defined centers they're the ones colored in green. So um, for the listeners, if you haven't grabbed your chart on my site, go ahead and do that because I have some cool little things on there too, but they're the ones colored in green and um, you have a few good, like you have some defined centers. A lot of times um, projectors will have maybe a couple defined centers, but you actually have four defined centers. And so starting from the top, you have the um, crown center, which is the gift of inspiration. You have the Ajna, which is the gift of ideas. You have the throat, which is the gift of communication. And then you have the G center, which is the gift of direction. And um, all these gifts are backing you up. And what this defined center means is you have these gifts all the time. And so when you're speaking on stage, when you're you're pivoting in your business or you're, you're ex in this expansive or whatever, you're like choosing a place to go visit, you know, like you, you can lean on all these gifts to really um, help you navigate those areas. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. It's so interesting because I had a soul blueprint reading some time ago and it talked about my gifts of communication and love. And I had never, like, I wasn't, that wasn't something that I saw as my gifts before because I was so busy in the rat race, as I like to say, it's like, you know, just hustling and getting things done. And so, you know, I knew what I was good at in terms of work or effort or production. Um, but really 
realizing, um, and I always thought there was something wrong with me. And I, I actually tell my clients this all the time because I was like, you know, I was really frustrated. I didn't have a trade. I worked at a radio station for 11 years. I couldn't voice a commercial if they, every new producer would let me try one time. <laughs> every time we got a new one and then they're like, no, you're, you're good. We don't, we're good. Yeah. We'll get someone else to do it. Um, and I couldn't work a DJ booth. I couldn't remember who sang a song. I couldn't even work the telephones. I worked with all these entrepreneurs who were like plumbers or hairdressers. They had a trade. They had a thing that they did in the world. And I was never, really gifted with anything like that or really drawn to anything like that. But I was a really good at listening and connecting and solving problems mm -hmm. and, you know, getting, creating inspired ideas in unique ways, like a puzzle putter together. And it became this, this thing that I thought meant nothing because it didn't have a title. And instead mm -hmm. now it's been such a gift because I can become such a support system for other people and help solve their problems and connect them to resources. So as a coach and as someone who's doing work for entrepreneurs and with entrepreneurs, you know, a lot of them are like, I just need to know what to do or what's missing or what do I need to do next? Or why isn't this working? And they don't have the answers because there's no recipe for being successful right. and happy and fulfilled and abundant financially. Like there's no, there's no yeah. straight recipe for that. It's unique to all of us. And so the fact that I can listen, that I can hear them, that I can love them, that I can communicate with them and I can hear them communicate with me. And then I can get inspired ideas to solve their problems. And, you know, I had one client yesterday. She's like, she's such a visionary. She's so such a man, Jen, like <laughs> you could just tell. And she's just like <laughs> this beautiful, amazing, but she, the idea of putting this into systems or creating, we were creating a lead magnet. Uh -huh. And she's like, I was like, okay, well, let's talk through it. And in 15 minutes of guiding her through questions, she was able to create something that felt fun. And she knew exactly what the topic was. And when I told her, like, what do you want to give away? She's like, I don't know. And there's all these things and everyone's different. And I'm just present with my people and I don't know where to start. And then being able to hear the common thread and be able to Salt, put those pieces together and then to be able to give her the right assignment to get it out of her and her words and then to be able to put it together in a way that that supports her in her marketing and in her dream of scaling it's just so special and it's not it's not a title and it's not a trade and it's not something that's tangible but it's it's it feels like the highest level of honor to me and it's like it feels like honor like i can hear them I can see them, I can be there with them and I can help them get the place that they want to go without them knowing all the details or knowing how to get there. Like I can help them reverse engineer their goals in a really special way. And so having these gifts to lean on all the time, that reverse engineering kind of quality um, really allows me to hang out with man-gen visionary people and be such a valuable resource um and be able to help them systemize and scale and that's so beautiful because they all have their gifts and i can just help them take their gifts to the world in a bigger way and so you know and i know that we both have a very similar mission in that sense and so it's um very special to have um not just the communication but also the like ideas and problem solving and, you know, inspiration and all that as well. So, um, and then to be able to communicate it, I'm really grateful, but again, it, 
took some time to get grateful for these <laughs> gifts. Oh, I know it's a process, right? And, and, um, I just, oh, I just love how the feeling like honoring, honoring our clients, right? That's where it's about like, what makes a good coach? A good coach is not saying, Hey, you should do this and this and this it's about facilitating, um, progress with them, linking arms together and honoring where they want to go, honoring their gifts and being able to see it. And projectors are really good at that, you know? Um, and I just absolutely love that. One of the things that stood out to me on your chart was your profile. Now your profile is layers of your characteristics and personality. Again, oftentimes like we have these blind spots for what those are. And so I love that human design points this out to us. So you're four one, and oftentimes people get kind of um, in the weeds about the numbers and they're like, but typically the first number is the way how you see yourself. And the second is how others see you. But I just like, I just try and make things easy and just look at the whole picture of what these two numbers mean, you know, and feeling this alignment to you. But um, your four is a people person. So you love people, you love being around people, but it's about curating the right people, whether it's socially, personally, or professionally, right? It's the same curation process. And so you get to honor that without judgment. You know, the people that you surround yourself with have these good vibes, they match with you. That's why um, I like have, you know, having these vibe checks with your clients, with, you know, um, your social, you're like, yeah, I don't know. I just don't feel this person, you know, that's okay. Because it really makes a difference about the quality of life that you have. And as a projector, as we kind of layer this on, again, projectors have a lot of open centers. And so you're going to feel the energy of those people coming in and out. And so to protect that energy, you get to curate your people. Now, the number one is you have um, a lot of understanding and a lot of like um, learning. You love to get to the bottom of things. You love to have the full scope of information, kind of like Google and and research and just kind of diving into the, those really makes you feel secure because you're armed with knowledge and facts and you're, it helps you to navigate the world. Um, and also part of this is you get to realize that like, um, and you know, you get to seek after the things of degrees and certifications that you want to, but you don't have to have a whole plethora of things just because you are your own, like, um, encyclopedia, you know, and you work that and you gift that to your clients and as well. So love to hear your thoughts on that. Well, it makes me so grateful for the mother that I had growing up because I was homeschooled. And yeah, which back then was weird. Now it's <laughs> people are like, did she try to burn down a building? Like, why did you try? Like, what's wrong with her? Like it, she needs socialization. And <laughs> I was, you know, my mother told me it's because I was too advanced and too bright. I don't know if that was true or if it was ADHD, but, um, <laughs> I, I chose to believe her. Um, but nonetheless, you know, she, I would ask all these questions and I was always so yeah. curious um, and her answer was always good question. Let's go find out. And so we had uh, all these encyclopedias. We had an entire room in our house that was a library. We would, we spent days at the library. It was like our second home and just looking things up and learning to research. And, you know, this was back when the internet was very new. And so, you know, being able to, to Google things became very cool for me. And I'm a huge fan of AI now. I'm enjoying that oh. quite a lot. Like, oh my what? gosh. Isn't it the best thing ever? <laughs> I am obsessed. Yeah. I just upgraded to chat GBD four and I'm like, what? 
you are best decision ever. Oh, that four. I'm like, you are my best friend. Now we We do everything together. (laughs) We do everything. And you know, it's, it's really, and I just think about some of the questions that I asked as a child, my mom says my first words were, what's that? Um, Mm. and I like one of the science experiments, my, I decided to do when we were learning about reptile, um, and amphibians and reptiles, we had microscopes. We would look at everything underneath the microscope because we were kids and we had this cool new toy and we learned about scales versus non-scales. And I was like, I wonder if that means he'd go like, if a snake would go faster down a slide head first or tail first, because the scales go that way. And like, what seven-year-old thinks like that? And I just, I still ask questions like that. Like, how does that work? And why does that work? And, you know, I don't take those blanket answers like, oh, well, that's just hard. That just takes time. We can't do that. I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's just your opinion, you know, and realizing, um, and because of this knowledge, this, this desire for knowledge and learning, it's given me two things that I'm very, very grateful for as an entrepreneur. One is patience in business because Mm -hmm. I very much, as you know, all of us entrepreneurs, like it never goes as fast or as big as we, we would like. And I just gave myself permission. I was like, what if this decade of my entire life is focused on skill set development and meeting new people? What if all I do is learn and then just share what I learn and make sure my bills are paid in the meantime. It's not about getting ahead financially. It's not about building the biggest platform. Like I want to master the, te- the technology. I want to master the implementation. I want to learn this skill. And when I started my life, my business based on skill set development, like what skill do I need to go to the next level? Not why isn't this working or what do I need to do to get what I want? Like it changed everything. It just obviously tapped into my design and yes. being able to also, because I've done so much learning and I've learned from so many people in real life and, you know, online, um, I've realized that perspective is nine tenths of the law. And so it really changes how someone sees something. One thing is easy to one person and it's hard to another person. One thing is, and, and so for me, what it's done is it's given me this complete appreciation for people's truth. I'm like, that's their truth. It doesn't have to be mine. I can continue to do my research and things, but it doesn't change the fact that it's hers or theirs. And so it's really helped me coach clients through that because I don't argue or undermine their position, but it also allows me to have a lot better community experiences because someone can have a very different perspective on life and I can still love and appreciate that. And also not try to not have it change me, but also not try to change them and it's a really strong sense of like confidence, but then also ability to serve the people around me with this like unconditional love. So it like taps into those other gift centers. Right. So, um, I'm really grateful that that's how my mind works. And I'm really grateful that I've recently just said like, no, I really just want to learn everything. (laughs) I want to, I want, why does it work? How does it work? Who works it the best? Like show me all the things. And it's always in my areas of, of, um, creative pursuit. I'm really not going to learn how to, how an engine works. I kind of know, but like, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I don't know how yeah. Tesla runs. I have no idea. And that's fine with me. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. I love that. And it really goes into, I just want to, um, I we're getting, uh, there's one more part of your chart that I want to share with you. Um, as we get to this, um, it is 
one of your gates and gates are these little lines on the body graph part and they go about halfway um, and they're colored in and your gate is on your crown. So at the top it's gate 63 and this is, um, I seek powerful answers. It is so funny. Like I do not make this stuff up. Um, like I just felt called to talk about this and it flows so well. And so you have this gift of getting answers and pushing to get the answers and you don't settle for this face value. Um, and you push to get new and better ideas, really like this innovative process as well. And, um, and that's so important as a coach to like, be able to serve other people in that way. And, and to know that you will have this um, gift come and back you up in the moment that you need it. So mm -hmm. love to hear your thoughts on that. I love the phrasing of that. I see powerful answers because, you know, I've always believed that a question well asked is a question half answered. And because it's easy to answer a question that you know the answer to. And so it's mm -hmm. just about getting to the right question. And I, it's, it's the powerful, like the, the choice of that word, powerful yeah. answers, because it's one thing to get an answer and it's another thing to get a response. And it's another thing to get the powerful answer. And I think that I'm going to use those words in my life yes. now as I like set yeah. intentions. Um, and it's, it's really true. And I really love the, the age that we're in because we get to grow and learn. And I think about it, AI wasn't really a thing a year ago and now it's a part yeah. of my daily life. And just being yeah. able to say like, how can this work for me and how can this help people and how can we collaborate and how can we make things better? And, you know, asking powerful questions that, you know, create powerful answers. It allows me, I have one client where I swear 50% of what I say to her is what do you think? And it drives her nuts because I've been coaching her long enough. She knows the answer. She's just a perfectionist and I'm just, you know, yeah. eating that out of her and it's yes. amazing. Um, but it's, it's really fun to be able to, to ask those questions differently because I'm looking for the powerful answer from my clients so that they can feel empowered. I believe empowering people to feel like they have control and that they're divinely and beautifully made is one of the biggest, best gifts we can give as people. And being that mirror, that's like, no, you rock and you got this and yes, you can, but also yes. like sharing our wisdom and experience. It's pretty, pretty special. So I'm really going to like put that oh. in my back pocket. Cause I, I've never heard that phrase before, but it very much resonates with what matters to me in terms of communication. Um, and it's why I don't mm. do small talk. Like it's not yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I love like, um, yeah, like taking that mantra cause it's yours, you know, and like just cherishing it and, and intentional action around it and, and recognizing what a special being you really are. Mm -hmm. So, um, Shanda, this has been such a great conversation. I wish we could go on and on. I know. We I, I know. I would love for our listeners to, um, get into your world and to be a part of things. What's the best way they can do that? The best way is on Instagram. So it's at Shanda.coach and you'll find me there. You can always, I'm the one in my DMs. I don't have someone else doing that. So you can always ask questions or reach out. Um, I'm very, yeah, very much love connecting online. It's one of the best things about traveling the world and being able to meet people and, you know, create those connections. So I would love to see you on there. Oh, that's perfect. Awesome. And we'll have all those in the show notes. Um, again, thank you so much for being on the show today. This has been so beautiful.
Thank you so much. I really appreciate what you're doing in the world. I really appreciate what you're doing for entrepreneurs. I think that your gift is really special. And the fact that you're sharing it with so many people through all these platforms is just incredible. And so if you guys aren't following her yet on social media, of course, I know her contact info will be there too. Um, but I'm really grateful. Thank you, Courtney, for everything. Oh, thank you. And thank you listeners for being a part of the show today. Thank you for, um, being in here and, and aligning your life with your soul's power and make sure that you share this episode to your stories, uh, tag Shanda and I, and we'll shout you out as well. Everybody go ahead and embrace your power.